The AMA Moving Medicine podcast highlights innovation and emerging issues that impact physicians and patients today. I'm your host, Todd Unger, Chief Experience Officer at the AMA. Hello, this is the American Medical Association's Moving Medicine video and podcast. Today, we're talking with Dr. Maya Green, Regional Medical Director for Communities on the South and West Side of Chicago at Howard Brown Health in Chicago. Dr. Green is also a member of the AMA Advisory Committee on LGBTQ Issues and will be sharing highlights from a recent webinar co-sponsored by that group and the AMA Minority Affairs section called Black and LGBTQ Plus at the Intersection of Race, Sexual Orientation, and Gender Identity. I'm Todd Unger, AMA's Chief Experience Officer in Chicago. Welcome, Dr. Green. Thanks for joining us. Uh, before we get started, I thought it might be helpful for the audience just to give them a little bit of background on intersectionality and intersectional identity. What do you mean by that? Well, a lot of times, thank you for having me, first of all. A lot of times um, we as humans like to put things in certain boxes and we know we are whole people. So we don't live in those boxes that we actually try to put things in. So if, if we talk about being African-American or black and I imagine myself going on one highway and then the other highway of uh, having an identity of LGBTQ um, or two-spirit and that's the other highway, right in the middle, right in the middle is where people live because a lot of times you can't just put away one part of you. Intersexuality means, in, intersectionality means what does it mean to live and breathe in that, in the heart of that blend? So why is it so important uh, for physicians and patients uh, to have discussions around intersectional identity? Um, I think it's because if you think about it, you go, I, I liken it to going to a store. If I go to the store, but never tell them what I'm in the store with for, I can't get what I came for. So if you go to the doctor and you never open up and you never discuss your life, a lot of times we can't help you as well as we could if you bring your authentic self. Um, do you think most physicians are comfortable having that discussion? History says no, and the studies say, say no. And it's a lot of times because we have a mask on as physicians, we're taught to kind of operate in a physician knows best kind of space. And we know that's not true. People know themselves way better than I ever could, you know? And so they're qualified to lead their own healthcare way more than I am. And so a lot of times if doctors can't take off that mask and say, hey, I don't know everything, I'm human just like you, but I'm here to help you lead, I'll follow and we'll get to your destination together. I'm curious, talk a little bit more about that mask. What, is, what do you mean by that? Well, uh, when you think about a mask, you think about um, what it means to kind of assimilate into one culture. Always have a presentation that I know everything that I'm, you know, I presented today with no trauma of my own. I know what's best for you. That's the mask historically doctors, physicians, healthcare providers have had to wear or have worn, right? And studies show that we don't have, we in the healthcare industry don't have all of the answers to heal communities. The answers to healing communities come from within the community. And they, I haven't seen it anywhere in history come from anywhere else. You know, I, th I think earlier you were kind of mentioning, you know, it's really important to know these identities they have uh, and know what someone's life is really like. And we think about social determinants and equity in this context. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you, you recommend that physicians and patients find, you know, this common ground and get comfortable discussing something like this? 
I say enter as humans. We have to flip that table of what it means to go to a doctor. Like I, I know a lot of times when I think historically my family, they go to the doctor, they get dressed up, they wear things they never wear at home. They say things they never say at home. And so going back to what that mask is, if they don't, not only does the doctor need to take off the mask, but the patient has to take off the mask, but it's my duty as a doctor to kind of aid that. And so if we both come as humans and say, hey, where are you? I'm here to help. I, you're, I'm going to facilitate your healing. You are going to lead it. That's why it's, it, that's the importance. And that's the crux of where we need to go with moving medicine. When you think about, you know, a typical visit from the, from the, the physician's end, you know, think in a hurry, under a lot of pressure coming in there, maybe not knowing anything or much about the person, the patient you're seeing, moving through that EHR, where do you find the time and how do you start hmm. uh, so to get to that point of the conversation that you're talking about? I found the best way to start is to be in the community, not when you're just here to visit me, but when the community is moving. Um, I want to also blend this in with that social determinants of health because, you know, you know how you answer one thing, but I don't think I fully uh, answered the way, you know, the way I want to. That 15 minutes when I'm rushing, being a doctor, you know, is 15 minutes out of a person's 24 hour day. So the healing is in the community in that other 23 hours and 45 minutes that that person is going to spend not with me. That's why it's important to invest in the environment. That's where healing is. It's in the environment. It's in the transfer of wealth. It's in the education. It's in the food available to that person. As a full physician or a full total healer, that is my responsibility that I'm born into this career to do. So that, that is important. That's key. One of the things that you talked about in the webinar was about historical constructs that are still influencing mm -hmm. uh, physicians and I, I mean patients' uh, health and wellness today. Can you talk about the impact of some of those constructs and how physicians should work to dismantle? Well, it's funny you ask that because we're just off of a July 4th. If you think about 1776, who was in that room signing, right? People ascribing to one race, people ascribing to one gender, people ascribing to one orientation. On that day that was set, and before then, that was set as the standard to which everybody should adhere. And so if you think about it, every four years, except for one time in history, we as a country will vote in that standard and uphold that standard. And so what that means, and, and we don't think of how it connects to the medical care, guess what? It connects in medical care, it connects in finance and education, so many things that are the social determinants of health we talked about. That's always the perpetual goal unless we together decide to change it. We know that patients are different, you know, and not everybody even that not everybody wants to go to that standard. For those that do, that's fine. For those that don't, let's let's walk your walk. Let me meet you at point A as your facilitator of healing and we go from point B together. If we don't do that, the message still stands. And as a provider, when that patient walks in the room, when they mention, hey, I'm having a hard time getting jobs, one of the ways I can bring it up and, and say, hey, I know statistically and, and historically, um, people of certain demographics, are they have hard times, uh, a hard time getting a job, getting education, getting signed up for scholarships. How is that impacting, uh, impacting your life? That's another way, going back to that mask, I take my mask off. That's another way we can get our patients to take the mask off. Acknowledge it as a provider. You took care of the nation. It's time for the nation to take care of you. 
The AMA stood by America's physicians and patients during the pandemic, and we're not stopping there. We're fixing prior authorization, leading the charge on Medicare payment reform, supporting telehealth, fighting scope creep, and reducing physician burnout. It's time to rebuild, and the AMA is ready. To learn more about the AMA Recovery Plan for America's Physicians, go to ama-assn.org slash time to rebuild. One thing you mentioned about the importance of uh, the intersectionality and looking there was uh, that, you know, that gives you kind of a different view of someone when you take all of those things into account. And one of those stats that you brought up uh, in your webinar showed that a large percentage of black LGBTQ women don't have a regular physician when you compare them to LGBTQ men and black women overall. Why do you think that is? Um, I, I think it was built into the history of healthcare and where the money was, right? If you look in the 1980s, um, we were impacted by a disease called HIV, right? And because of the demographic that we initially thought was heavily impacted, loads of money, loads of education, all these things went into it, right? As the face of HIV changed, so did the money go. There's still money available, but but HIV, again, the boxes, remember at the beginning we talked about boxes? Mm -hmm. We have put people into boxes where we think the like African-American gay men are living with HIV and we have to do something about that. And certainly not to ignore that, but that's where the money is. And so that's where, that's how we amass these people into care, right? We've overlooked the fact that African-American women also are living at higher levels of uh, with HIV at higher levels than other people and the opportunity to care for them. So I think it was kind of drawn around that. Not to say we should not, because as you know, I did a fellowship in HIV. It's impacting my community. I'm here for it, right? But if you're going to care for people living with HIV, you have to care for the person who happens to be living with HIV. So as you mentioned, it's an opportunity to move into all genders, all backgrounds, all ethnicities. I, I, I know that sometimes it must seem uh, overwhelming uh, as you work to kind of dismantle the system. Uh, that's been based on years of oppression, you know, how do you recommend that physicians do their part? Well, here's my mask up. As someone who struggles to try to hold everything, Virgo here, right? I struggle sometimes to, with the idea that I have to hold everything. I remember one of my mentors said, Maya, guess what? This construct was here before you. It didn't get built in one day and you're not gonna dismantle it in one day. Your job is to do what you can with the tools that you're blessed with to undo and dismantle. And, 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 and the idea that, hey, you're born into the same country I am. And the way things are is because people are doing their parts every day to keep it that way, right? So I have to do my part every day to dismantle it. Not the goal of dismantling the whole thing because- I'm, I'm working with a great group of healthcare providers, advocates, people who aren't doctors that are actually healers, teachers, you know, and we all do our part every day. So I just have to hold my part. And those that are born into this cause, when they hold theirs together, we achieve much. A last question. If you could offer physicians one piece of advice on caring for patients who are, uh, who identify as both black and LGBTQ plus what would that piece of advice be? Learn to follow. Learn to follow. Again, a lot of times providers, we're, we're taught 
to think, hey, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to fix whatever, you know, and some things need assistance. But a lot of times when a person knows their self, they need assistance, you know, and they will heal themselves. I love uh, I love your advice. You, you know, enter as a human, uh, remove that mask and learn to follow. These have been great uh, piece of advice. Dr. Green, thanks so much for being with us here today on our Moving Medicine video and podcast. We'll be back with another episode soon. Uh, there's a lot more that we didn't have time to discuss here, including Black and LGBTQ plus youth and the unique challenges they face. And you can view, you can view the full webinar uh, with Dr. Green on AMA's website. Uh, we'll be back soon. Thanks for joining us today and take care. Thank you. I'm Todd Unger, and this has been Moving Medicine, a podcast by the American Medical Association. You can subscribe to Moving Medicine and other great AMA podcasts anywhere you listen to yours, or visit ama-assn.org slash podcasts. Thank you for listening.